0: Chris Bauerbank joins us from D.C. to talk Liverpool's push for Champions League football, Harry Kane transfer news, and how the top four will shake out with only two games left. We're down here in the Rattail Bunker and Barbershop Studio, and this is the Boys and Bowlers podcast. Well, welcome back to the Boys and Bowlers podcast. Jarrett, again, down here in the Rattail Bunker and Barbershop Studio. Uh, Week 37 is upon us, and uh, it's heating up. It's getting hot. It's getting spicy. <laughs> In the top four race. We know the teams have been relegated. The three teams, they're out of there.
1: Everton knows it's one of the teams that was relegated very well. They
0: do. That, <laughs> Everton yeah, they had a tough week.
1: Actually, since we're talking about Merseyside, we actually have a Liverpool fan here today. So, Chris, welcome to the pod. How you doing?
2: Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Excited to be here. Excited to talk Liverpool if that's where we're going.
1: I, I feel like he... He really liked that Everton jab because that was a that was a swift kidney punch, like Sheffield kidney punch. I have a you were actually happy. You're, you were actually probably more happy in that result than he was.
0: I do. I honestly, since week one, since Everton were the Premier League champions of September, <laughs> I you can't had, take that away from them. I can't take that. You can try, them. but you can't. Uh, I've been I I've been calling them Shampton FC. Is that what I've been calling Champton them? Shampton se- yeah. FC all season. I am glad Liverpool's finally finding their their pe- their pecking order down the, in the Everton middle. Everton sorry
1: Everton that what was a, that was a forty slip what did I say you said Liverpool
0: Liverpool sorry I meant Everton sorry Chris I apologize. I heard it I heard Chris it. took
1: it personally <laughs> he took
0: it personally he's over there yeah
1: he just blocked his camera he's I know like, oh, these, these I these said guys. I
0: meant Everton I'm glad they found their pecking order a little bit
1: well you know what's the... happening is the cream is uh, rising to the top exactly it took a while but it's all coming to the top and on that note. We're gonna bring it right into it. Is Liverpool finishing top four?
0: This is a
2: question for Chris.
1: This is a, obviously I, I don't oh, know. Oh, you are just,
2: you're just gonna you're just gonna throw this at me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, right yeah, the, yeah. Right we we could talk about I mean, your multiple backstory, but
2: <laughs> do I do I get uh to explain my, my answer or am I just you giving have, you a yes or no answer?
1: You have as much time as you'd like.
2: Okay. I think the is I think the answer is yes, but I think it's going to come down to the final day. I mean, you can't watch that remarkable Allison Becker 95th minute header goal and say to yourself, like, this is logical at this point. It's not. That was really one of those moments that was unbelievable. You saw him running up and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like Liverpool's really not going to make champions league. Van Dyke is not going to play in champions league next season. And everybody's kind of already thinking of their talking points. And all of us were floored. There was not one person watching that game that expected that ball to go in. No one, no one, no one expected it to go in. So, so that alone gives me the sort of Liverpool-Barcelona comeback vibes. You got fans at Anfield on the last day of the season against Crystal Palace. Burnley won't be an easy match by any means. But I think with Leicester winning the FA Cup, Rogers doesn't need to make top 4. Chelsea worried about a Champions League final like and I mean with all due to respect to you Jeff, you know West Ham and Tottenham like mathematically are happen. could still get in but yeah let, let's let's push them aside. It's the the problem is it's not in Liverpool's hands but I think when you see something like like that goal cannot happen and Liverpool not make top four it's got to happen now it's got to happen or that goal is like it's just too special of a moment
1: it had company vibes from a couple years ago with city when they were the last like 10 minutes and you're like are they going to score and then company just strokes it from like 35 yards out it had those vibes like this is kind of a destiny thing like it's supposed to happen is one of the most i told jeff i think it's the top it's in my top 10 of goals i've seen live just to be like, holy shit, that happened. Because I told Jeff, too, he literally finished better than Werner, like way better than Timo Werner has all season. And part of it is that when the goalie goes up, there's there's a mismanagement because then they literally have one more player in the box. You can't guard them all if the goalie is kind of going to be on his line, depending upon a few guys on the post. But he took that like a freaking pro. And I don't remember a goal that late from a goalie ever. I, I it's think never it's happened, happened in the premier league. it's never happened i in, in, in I think in the Premier League history, but yeah. I've seen it in the Bundesliga a couple times, but that was like,
0: I'm sure they practice it though, right?
1: I'm sure like the, I don't goal know. he up. he looks like he's been staying after training. He yeah. took that like that was like are you minute
2: I can. Mean, <laughs> I can guarantee they're not practicing TAA. Hey, you don't there, know, though. In a near post, in a near That's post run, they do have a set piece coast. You're right. Yeah, yeah, they, they have, have a set piece Klopp hired
1: life. a guy years ago and just paying him in Bitcoin to do throwing coaching. It's so, like something
0: that, like, would be like a trick play in a call in a uh, high school game. I mean, a trick play. Yeah. I mean, sure. it's like something that would be practiced in high school game.
1: It was unreal, and I think it also sets the precedent now that if you're behind in a game, goalies going up. Yeah, goalies going up. The time. If, if the Pretty goalie's over 5'11", like most Premier League goalies are, you're going to be one of the taller guys in the boxes anyways. I mean, you look at some Premier League teams and they're all stumps like me. They're like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, so you get a guy in there six feet who can kind of jump. He's going to be a problem. I don't know. This is... It changes things. I think it... <laughs> it was an incredible goal. It was incredible. And I, as a Chelsea fan, wanted Liverpool to tie. I was like, thank God. It's not on us to beat Leicester. And you know, beat Astonville on the, on, on the final day. But you think, yes, even though it's not in your hands, which I think is, yeah.
2: Logic, logic says no, you know, think- Jota out, Jota out. And, you know, Sadio Mane playing the way he's playing and the weapons and air quotes that Liverpool brought on to save the day, you know, Shakiri in the game. There are not, there's not a lot of offensive, like prestige coming onto the field, you know, they're going to have to find goals from somewhere. And that solid goal really too was another one where like, you know, that ball, uh, you know, not a lot of people expected him to hit that first time, but it's like moments like these are what separates Liverpool from a lot of teams when they're at their best with Virgil van Dijk in the side. And I'm not saying they're playing their best, but those all those players won't play in Champions League next year, that's for sure.
0: For sure. Uh, honestly, I think that Leicester has a really tough last two games. Right. So they
1: do you think they have uh, harder games than okay? Liverpool has easier games. Yes. Do you think they have harder games than
0: Chelsea's? Chelsea has Leicester and Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Knowing yes. that Chelsea also yes.
1: have to keep in mind that they still
0: have to play the Champions League final. Yes, they okay. have a tough. They have two tougher games. Okay. For sure. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Because they have to play. They have to play. Le- they have to play. Uh, like you said, they have to play.
1: Leicester play has to play Chelsea next Chelsea tomorrow. And, and, then, and Spurs then they play Tottenham on the last day.
0: On, at Spurs playing at home. Is that, is that a home game I'm not for Spurs? sure. I'm not sure. Spurs have been good at home.
1: The last week, as Chris brought up, does matter because of the fan aspect. If yes. you haven't had fans all year long, and then all of a sudden there's fans, you're going to be f- pumped. You're yeah. going to be fucking pumped. And I don't know if that was the difference in the FA Cup, but I felt like the Leicester fans were more boisterous maybe than the Chelsea fans. And maybe that's thought first were. I
0: thought Leicester were, were really lucky to to come away with the the win at the FA Cup. Um they they basically went parked the bus after they scored their goal, and that offsides call was like very, very close. So for them to to take three points from Chelsea this weekend or this week or whatever it is, this it's midweek, right? It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah, I think it'll be very interesting. Uh, I think Chelsea will go. Will play uh, Pulisic, and oh, I, I think they won't play. Put it this way: I don't think they'll play Zich, which I think will be a great decision for Chelsea to win that Leicester game. Because I think it's going to come down to Leicester, really, whether they can, whether they do the slide, whether it happened last season, and they just it falls apart for them, or they, or they get top four I mean I don't I don't know so Chris
1: thinks Liverpool is top four who else is in the top four between Chelsea and Leicester for you Chris
2: yeah I think I think at this point uh, I'm gonna go with Chelsea making it in as well Um, I just think I think Leicester's schedule is tough for for me and I think had they not won um, the FA Cup I think they would have been a little bit more focused here but
0: um, don't don't discount the fact that Madison's at not at hundred percent and Evans, their center back, is is like dicey. He's he started the game against Chelsea in the FA Cup and then he came out about 20 minutes in. I think he's their pretty much their rock at center back. And and Chu is pretty good, but I don't think he's back to last season's form. So I think defensively Evans being out is a huge deal. Like a huge deal.
1: I agree with Chris, obviously biased opinion. I think Lester was super lucky to win the FA Cup. Yeah. There was the offside, which is literally millimeters. Yep. In pre-VAR, that's a goal we we tie. And at that point, we're going to win. We have seven offenders, you know, seven offensive guys in the field, and they're literally just stacking bodies. And the other thing is yep. Chelsea are so brutal to break down right now. It takes a Tielemans wonder goal against Kepa, who's like a third string MLS goalie, which we still have on the field. And if you don't do that, you really you, gonna, you're putting you, you them can't there? beat us, dude. <laughs> Look, he's I don't he's so
0: brutal, Chris. He's no, so brutal. He's, I thought Kepa He's like put fine. me in therapy, dude. Keppa, Keppa. I don't fault Keppa for that goal, but okay. Mendy would have got a hand on that. Okay, <laughs> but that's the but
2: they're just different. But, the, but that's <laughs> the point is that uh, Tilleman's wonder strike was the difference, right? right and right. It, it was it wasn't much. It wasn't much. I agree with that. I mean, thank goodness. You know, I'm Jamaican. Seeing West Morgan scoring on goal would have just been heartbreaking. So I'm glad to see him, no offense, uh, lift the, lift the uh, FA cup and, and, and make us proud, you know,
1: honestly good on him. He came on, he had some good clearances. It reminded me of when (laughs) Colombia was beating the shit out of Japan in 2014 in the world cup. And we bought on, we brought on Mondragon, who was 43 at the time. <laughs> and Colombia is like, James is literally doing the salsa on like the entire country of Japan. and But they got like a breakaway and they came down. It's Mondragon. It was like D2 Julie Cat Gaffney. And he makes this ridiculous kick. So he basically fell over, kicked yeah. the ball out. And it was one of the highlights of the World Cup for Colombians. We were like, that was the greatest thing. He was the oldest player to ever play in the world. He's 43. Yeah, so we all know like 30 year olds who can't even run anyway. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool to see Wes Morgan come in. I think, who's the uh, the backup for City who played against Newcastle? Is it Scott? Was it Scott Carson
0: or something yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. Dude, Former he,
2: Liverpool man.
0: Yeah, he looked rough.
2: Uh, he was rough. He had a
0: little, like, little punch. stomach punch on him. Uh, I like, it was good. But, like, in the
1: interview, <laughs> it's just like, how did – I thought it was a joke. I literally saw it, and I thought it was a joke. <laughs> like, how did it feel to get out there? I'm like, oh, my God. City just – Pep doesn't care. Yeah, Pep doesn't care. Huh? Well all right so Chelsea top 4 Liverpool top 4 so then that means Leicester will finish 5th 5th who do you have in the sixth place It's between Spurs and West Ham Spurs and the Hammers
2: Yeah that's that's a tough toss up for me I'm sorry to say it I'm really sorry to okay. say it I mean you have you have West Ham who you know you you, all, you both mentioned Everton earlier on this show already I mean, West Ham lost to Everton. That's how, that's how poor their form has been recently. Um, I think, you know, Jesse Lingard isn't giving us what he gave us earlier this season. And then I have to ask, you know, with all of his Harry Kane nonsense going around, how does the season end for Spurs? It could be, you know, they could both throw out duds in this final sure. week of the season.
0: That's totally so,
2: true. So, to, you know, I, I say this respectfully. I really do think I'm trying to be respectful here. I just, I, I I don't think like, does it really matter if you're fifth or sixth at this point? Like I don't think it really matters to, and I I don't think there's any real differentiator at the moment. I mean, like if y'all had a real manager, I would like maybe be, maybe lean towards Spurs, but.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I look, I mean, I'm a Spurs fan. I don't, I, we get, we, th- dude, we'll, they'll be talking about two other teams and suddenly Spurs are in the conversation. It's bizarre the way that like Spurs get brought up with like other, it's just like everybody wants to shit on Spurs even when they're not even talking about Spurs. But it's fine. But I don't it, think fine. anyone I wants will... to
1: shit on Spurs,
0: Jeff. Yes, they do. Oh, they absolutely there is, do. There is, there is a, one thing, there's though, an agenda. That... There's an agenda against Spurs.
2: There's there one thing that you have going for you though before the end of the season, and that's Spurs cannot finish lower than Arsenal this season, or again, or that would be treacherous. So you have mm-hmm. to at least win a match before the end of the season. So oh if mind. if I had to pick one, I'm picking Spurs just because Arsenal is not too far behind in the table. Sadly, like we're now at the point where, you know, they they could theoretically finish above you.
0: Yeah, true. Oh my I um oh I my think that God. I think that the. What Jared said about the cream finally rising to the top is kind of like really coming to fruition in the last couple of games of the season because we're seeing Everton kind of like fall behind. We're seeing Villa play really bad. We're we're seeing, you know, it, the top six look exactly like the top six last season, shuffling around a few spots, but basically the top six being the top six. It's 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 pretty telling about how like you spend the money you basically get where you are in, in the table. There's not any surprises. West Ham is really the only surprise. It's because they had Lingard who had like a fl- It's almost like a flash in the pan. Dude, he is a quality is player. Is he
1: not getting tested for steroids?
0: I, I don't know, but
1: he's, he, he's, he looks like Robinho in like <laughs> 07 on Madrid. Just like dicing. He people. really does. He's unbelievable. But yeah. I was telling Jeff, because Jeff, you know, Jeff seems to think there's a deep, deep state agenda against Spurs, which may or may not be true. Uh, that if you look at the top six, other than Spurs, all the other five teams have won a Premier League in the last decade. So they're all actual real teams and then Spurs, and you've seen Aston Villa pop out of there. Southampton were there for a minute. They got thrown way the hell out. Everton were there. They got thrown out. And West Ham hung out. West Ham were like the last couple freshmen at the seniors party, and finally they were asked to leave. And it's kind of shaken out. The way it should should shake out. It's shaking out the way it should shake out.
0: I was on the Spurs supporters uh, Facebook group this week, and I was like, look, bottom line, all the teams that finished ahead of us really should finish ahead of us. They run better. They spend more money. They have better players. They have better managers. Why would they finish behind us? Like, Why would Spurs finish ahead of any of those teams? And then also, it's a COVID season, so it's weird. There's no fans in the, in the stadiums. This, it's always going to be an, this is always going to be a weird asterisk season for me. It's always very interesting about like the way that these teams are played. I think a lot of things would have changed if there were fans in the stadium, and and people disagree with me in the in the group.
1: I disagree with you that if there were fans, because it's like
0: you, you think everybody has a disadvantage. I, everyone because,
1: has a disadvantage. I'm saying there's like it's not like if there's a control and then a you know I, you're doing a test. They're both. I just think everyone's that, everyone's playing like blindfolded. I think it depends on the team. Oh my gosh. I'm dead on the inside. We're changing. Can we change
2: it? Well, one more thing on Spurs. I mean, (laughs) I don't, I also don't think, I don't No, I don't think, I don't think you can discount the fact that you made a, you made a a league cup final. I mean, I think that is still something to at least know, obviously you made the Champions League final, you made finals before, but like you were really close to actually winning something this season. And like, who knows what Mourinho would have done to win that final. You know, who knows what he, he would have had all of those guys laying in the goal. Yeah. While, like preventing Sa- a goal just, just, to to yeah. just to get to PKs, just to get to PKs. Like he would, he would have them. sabotaged. Yeah.
1: He would have Hobie on the 18 son a little bit farther up and Harry Kane on the center circle. And that's the lineup. Hmm. That's it. You just got guys. Anyway, I want to ask Chris what he thinks about Liverpool, because for me, it's like if Liverpool doesn't get champions league, who's leaving? And if they do get Champions League, the who's brainwave. leaving, and then maybe who are you bringing in?
2: <sighs> it's a reality I do not really want to consider, but but here we are. Well, we're the likelihood of Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, really, it's something... you'll know
1: by tomorrow at this time because Chelsea and Leicester play, so you'll know what's what. You'll have, yeah. you'll have a better idea.
2: <laughs> I really think the only player that that could potentially leave if we don't qualify for Champions league is Mo Salah. Mm. I think that's really the only person at the moment that that would leave. Um, and I, I don't even know if it's likely because nobody has money, nobody's spending money. Um, and we saw what, you know, the European super league, like we saw the desperation that came with that. Like no players are going for huge fees, which is probably why Kane won't leave Spurs unless you know he orchestrates something behind the scenes and and manchester united somehow like get their shit together and, and spend money. Because I don't think Manchester City's gonna bring in Harry Kane. And to bring it back to Liverpool, like who's gonna pay 80 million plus pounds for Mo Salah, even though he's worth more than that right now? Like nobody. Real's broke, Barcelona's broke, all these teams are broke. So I think With Van Dyke back in the team, they and they're in Europa League, they should win Europa League. And I think that would be the expectation in that tournament if they're in there. Hmm.
1: If they stay in the Champions League, is there a player that you think they bring in? Or is there a player you would like them to bring in? And let's put money aside. Like, who do you think would complement the team the most?
2: I mean, I think the Kanate rumors and or confirmation I think is, was the ideal signing. I'm a, I'm a center back myself, like, you know, a pairing to Virgil van Dyke was what Liverpool really needed. Um, That was always very clear that, that the amount of center back pairings we threw out when van Dyke was injured, you know, was how many pairings, 17 pairings or something this season. It's been outrageous. Um, I think Nat Phillips is a EFL league <laughs> one yeah, center back. That, that's like,
1: accurate.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, Matip can't stay healthy. Joe Gomez can't stay healthy. A center back is by far would be my biggest priority. And then also maybe another attacking option because, you know, Jota gets hurt goals dry up, like where are the goals coming from? You need a little bit more variability. I think if you really want to challenge a city, a team like city, that's just, too deep
1: how long is jota out for and i asked that the, thinking of the euros the rest of the season
2: uh i think he'll be yeah. fit for the euros you think he'll be fit yeah i don't i don't think it's a huge yeah huge injury it's it's, it's pretty like, minor it's so. like a two-week injury
1: you know i forget that yeah. they say he's out for the season i'm like oh my god it's a lot of time it's like six days hmm. so yeah.
0: so yeah i mean i oh god the thing i struggle with is like every team is like oh we need a center back right so at some point there's like there's only so many center backs in available. Right. I think and top
1: center backs in the world that would potentially move. I mean, it's under five. Yeah. And there's so many teams that need them. So but
2: Fabrizio many- says it's confirmed. So I'm, I'm I'm just kind of waiting now, you know, waiting to see what happens this week. I'm not, I'm, I'm a patient Liverpool fan. I've seen many dark years. And so for me, like I just want to see the best center back in the world, come back. And We'll see what it was. I, I think we all kind of saw what his impact was with Liverpool this season. Like I think he's that good that he, granted Liverpool wasn't firing the way they were firing the last couple of years, but I think without having that presence, that rock, you know, Liverpool conceding goals and then having defense really be a liability, they couldn't press the way they wanted to press. They couldn't you know, step up the way they wanted to step up and they were constantly vulnerable to teams like Burnley that could just pump one down the field. And, you know, they're scrambling. So
0: is there a situation where Van Dyke comes back and he's just not the same, right? Because he comes back after an ACL, MCL, whatever he had, Mm -hmm. and he's just not the same player. Like he's not confident. He doesn't want to get hurt again. He's not, you know, because you basically have to play full commitment as a center back, especially in his role. Um,
1: I think yeah. he'll be fine.
0: I Look, there's a, there's a scenario in which he comes back at hundred percent and he's the same player, but there's also a scenario where he comes back and he's not the same and it's, he's a half step behind. He's afraid of getting hurt. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just putting it out there. So
1: I've made this argument before talking about great players and this was comment was made about Zinedine Zidane in 2002. It's like, even if he plays in the world cup, obviously we know what happened to France in 2002, but the commentator was like, even Zinedine Zidane at 80% is still top three in the world. So you want him on the field. And the only thing I would see after being around other players in college who would like hurt their ACL or, you know, or any PCL or MCL, the only thing that was lost was speed, but his reading of the game is so phenomenal. He'll just have to just step that part up and you won't even notice. And in fact, he could be better. Tiago Silva is one of the slowest human beings on the planet over 50 yards in the Premier League, but he's taken Chelsea basically to the Champions League final. He's, he's been the huge difference in the three back. Now, obviously in a two back, it's a completely different thing. And Chris, your center backs. You'll know the spacing is different and you know, you're going to be exposed a little bit more, but I think Virgil will come back even stronger. Haven't had taking time out and just watching games and seeing things because, and and the comment I want to make about center backs is that basically center backs win you leagues now. And there's probably a lot behind that because company wins it literally by scoring the goal in the penultimate game for city three years ago, last year, Virgil van Dyke just basically said you shall not pass and had an unbelievable season. And this year it's Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz has been a freaking Mm stud signing of the season that I didn't, I don't think many people would have said he's going to be the signing of the season. He and um, what's the other guy? Jo- Joao Cancelo. He's also been phenomenal. And I didn't think either of those guys. Like, eh, yeah, whatever. I was really excited to see Havertz. Really excited for Werner. I thought Jota well, was gonna I, do well. But a,
0: a lot of teams, a lot of teams, were like Ruben Diaz is legit because he was from Benfica. He was he was proven. They owe, they paid eighty million for him. Yeah, and nobody was yeah. willing to pay eighty million except for City because they could afford eighty million. Let's get let's let's put that out there. That is the that is the
2: difference. Do you want to roast city? You sound, the city yeah, you no, sound, it's just you it's the, it's the, the like, fact you sound like your pockets are thin over there, man. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, it's like if dude, like pockets. if every team's I like if every team in the COVID market's like, oh, we can only spend 40 on the center back from the from yeah. the Portuguese league because we don't know what he's like. And then City's so like, nah nah. Hey, Fucking eighty million. We'll spend it. Fuck it. Run it. Whatever. I, doesn't well, matter. It, and then it works out for them. They look like geniuses. But Jeff, Jeff, there is very there is situation. There is a scenario where he does not work out. He's just a guy who's good in the Portuguese. Well, league.
2: no, there have already been those scenarios. Otamendi, yeah. right. um, De Michaelis. Like, let's not forget about Colo Torre. There have been yeah tens of center backs that City have tried to figure out. And uh, you know it's bullshit.
0: So bad. It's bullshit because go I'm on. not. We're not going to go down there. We're not going to go but, down this path because it's fina- but, the financial fair play shit is like is is so far from like what they were like how it should be and what's actually oh happening yeah. and w- if they even should be in the Champions League and if they even should be in the League Cup shit. It's like my beef with with City is like it's deep. It, it's deep because it sounds like Spurs wanted
2: it. Spurs it's, it's wanted subtle subtle, subtle beef.
0: Spurs, Spurs wanted D- wanted DS, right? And they offered. Oh, it like, comes
1: back to Spurs. Well, no, they're cheap. Yeah. So they
0: only offered like $40 million for them. The same with yes. they, they tried to oh, get. Yes. They, Spurs tried to get. Hence Chris's DS. comment about your pocket. Yeah, I know. But, but Spurs <laughs> tried to get DS. They tried to get Grealish <laughs> to try to get all these. Players. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Anyway. I want to bring up a footy, I, It's footy. A oil just, money. If wait. you have oil money, you can just buy whoever you want on this.
2: On your question, though, on Virgil, yeah. you asked me if Virgil will be back. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I agree. Speed, agility is not really part of his game. He's not a, he's really not an enforcer ball winner. That's going to be up on the field. He's usually the deepest guy anyways. And it's his size and positioning that's integral to his game. So I'm with you. I think even if he's 85% of himself, 80% of himself, he's still twice as good as Nat Phillips. Twice as good as Ozan Kabak, three times as good as Reese Williams. You know, like, yeah. Uh, There's something I'm, I'm cool with an 80 percent DVD.
1: 80 percent still probably gets you close to the Premier League title and probably pretty deep in whatever European competition. Liverpool I just want, and-
0: I just want Liverpool fans and everybody in the Premier League to to like curb their expectations on his like return to the Premier League. Like, he's just suddenly going to be like the best player in the field. But I hope he does. Let's leave it at that. Who is it? Uh, I just like worry that like people are so like going to hype him up and then maybe he's like a step behind. I, I'm not saying if he, he were
1: any other position on the field other than maybe Goldie, true, true. I would say I'm worried. True, but because he guy, doesn't have to
0: like burn somebody on the, yeah, on the, the he doesn't the, have to like roast somebody. He's in
1: Maldini. His head yeah. is Maldini. Yeah, it's true. His head is if I'm making a tackle, I've already done a bunch of shit wrong. He barely makes tackles. Mm. I've literally ever, I've only, he normally just like shepherds the ball out because he puts his body in between and it's like a dance. He's perfect, but.
2: He's just like massive. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. Exactly.
1: He doesn't have to, what happened with him in Pickford is like, you know, the me, bottom line is getting eaten by a shark in a look, lake. Bo- like, okay,
0: but he did hey, fuck up his bad for the game. He fucked his he be bad up pretty bad. Facts. Yeah, he fucked his knee up pretty bad.
1: Yeah, well, we, we know. <laughs> he did like this Liu Kang scissor at his knee
0: from <laughs> I an know, angle. It was, bad. Dude, it was mortal so combat, bad, dude. bro.
1: He took his soul. Anyways, I want to read this footy emporium thing today because it had me in stitches. I was like on a Zoom call on mute and I was giggling to this, and people were probably like, why is he laughing? We're talking like budget. It says, Football is crazy. Last season, City were supposedly banned from the UCL, and many thought that the fifth-place team at the time, Sheffield United, would get a UCL spot. Now City are in the UCL final, and Sheffield have been relegated. <laughs> Dude, the Premier, League is, the Premier League is the real Game of Thrones. Anyone can just get sliced. Yeah. So let's talk about the upcoming week, because you guys are playing Burnley, and you made a little quip about Burnley earlier. That I sometimes didn't. if you had bad center backs, it can be tough to play against Burnley because they'll just lob it over the top.
0: Chris Wood will do his magic.
1: Yeah. Chris Woodinho, FIFA 11. <laughs> going to get you. So actually, do you want to you start with that game and give us your prediction? I'm skipping way ahead. Normally, I'll go by the games. But what do you think about that yeah. one?
2: Yeah, I think normally I would probably predict draw in this situation, but given I've already said that Liverpool is going to qualify, I pretty much have to give you a win for Liverpool and it's going to be a thin margin, so I'm going to say 1-0. That's
1: going to be stress. Dude, Chris is going to be stressed, white knuckle and
2: I mean you saw the West Brom match like there you know there were a few chances but like
1: Oh, I know. I know. It's, it's going it's, to be a
2: grind out road.
1: <laughs> you're going to need an Alice and Miracle.
2: We're going to uh, need a to come off the bench and do something. <laughs> who knows? Like, yeah, you're going to need, yeah, need a
1: short corner or rigi magic.
0: Yeah, something.
2: Um,
1: yeah, so, tomorrow awesome. we have uh, Southampton Leeds. You know, it's not even, you know, we're not going to talk, you I know, just decided executive decision. We're not going to talk about games that are inconsequential. I don't care about these teams because they're not playing for anything anymore. They're going to finish on the table. So let's talk about no nope, Manchester United. Fulham, it's settled. Brighton, Hove, Manchester City. Let's skip right ahead to Chelsea, Leicester. Who do you think wins this one? I feel like you're going to say Chelsea because you've already predicted them to be in the Champions League.
2: Um, I'm gonna. I, I don't want to give gift you everything. I'm gonna say draw. I'm gonna say draw. I'm gonna say two two. They're actually going to somehow find out how to score. I know. I know you hate that, but um,
0: who Chelsea? Chelsea or Leicester?
2: Both. Both, I know. Both. Games, both I know. I know. Dude. 2 2. Honestly, two, two. watching, they're both going to, it's going to just, I think it's going to be the opposite of what people expected. Although Chelsea has played so many boring games this season. Oh, I, hope, I hope that's you're fine. ready to come to terms with that.
0: No, I actually, I'm like a casual <laughs> Chelsea fan.
1: Dude, this dude just eviscerated
0: me. Yeah, he did. Because, like, I watch <laughs> a lot of games. <laughs> Jarrett and I watch a lot of games together because uh, we're in our like COVID bubble.
1: Uh, we're in our COVID bubble, and normally I'll just watch games on my iPhone. And Jeff has a seventy-five inch banger of a TV. Yeah, so he comes over,
0: and we live we live close by. So he comes. So I have to watch a lot of Chelsea games and like pretend to like Chelsea. But I do am like a casual Chelsea fan and been been very bored this season. Very very. I
2: mean that there's there have been some bad ones. That
0: brutal in the eight
2: that FA Cup. That FA Cup City match, like so many expectations there. Uh, I'm like, dying, oh, I was dude. fine
0: with it.
1: I was cool with it. Great. Of course you're, you're cool. Boys. Way to give it to him. Way to give it to him. And then we lost in the final. Anyways. But also- I'm
2: saying, I'm saying it's, it's going to be exciting though. It's going to be two-two excitement. Tuchel's going to play Tammy Abraham because he's sorry. He feels bad for him.
0: <laughs> he's going to put in Hudson Adoy. You know of minutes.
1: You know what? He only has three subs because we're back in the prem and the FA Cup. I love how he like literally went over to the bullpen. He's like, "All right, Adoy, Giroud, Pulisic." Pulisic. He just like he's like, "All right, I'll take 300 million off the bench and just throw him out on the field, <laughs> watch him sweat." So, all right, Jeff, do you agree? Two two. If this ends in a tie, we are setting up for a crazy last week. Where three teams could be in or could be out of the of the top four, which yeah. is insanity.
0: I mean, that game was headed, so without, okay, so the FA Cup, Leicester, Chelsea, that game, if it there wasn't extra time and it had to be decided by PKs or overtime, that was headed for a tie, pretty much, like, because that, that should have been a goal, like, re- in reality, that should have been a goal, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I agree, I don't think 2-2, because I don't think Chelsea can score, well, and we got own goals in us, and Vardy's been, like, kind of out to lunch, drinking Red Bulls. Dude,
1: Vardy, and... that's the one thing that Chris said that I kind of agree with. I'm like, yeah, no. He said a lot of things that I agree with. Now, I'm not saying that the only thing, but even he said that Lester doesn't care about this game because they already won the FA Cup. I think he's spot on. Jamie Vardy is drinking somewhere right now.
0: Jamie Vardy has been partying for five days. Dude, dude. there was a...
2: <laughs> he, like, missed... Hopefully the... not orgies, but... Yeah, yeah you, well, you never know. Can't have mid-season orgies.
1: <laughs> well, it depends if he's vaxxed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff, so who do you got? Who do you got?
0: I actually think I actually think it's gonna be a one-one, <laughs> a one-one tie. Okay. I just don't. I just don't see. Chelsea's
1: gonna win this game, two <laughs> or three nothing, and you got to put some respect on their name, boys. That's how that goes.
0: <laughs> Not if they wear those ugly-ass jerseys. Dude, those
2: jerseys are. AK- who's scoring? Who's scoring that goal? Who's scoring the goals? Yeah, who's Pulisic scoring the goal in Giroux? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh you Drew's not playing, dude. He's not dude. playing.
2: Giroux Drew, not playing 90 minutes. So he's what coming in, in the 80th scoring two for you? He just needs What is a he gonna do? He, he just, just needs a chance. a chance. He looked bad
0: uh, and during that Lester game. He looked out of place. Dude, he had, was playing against six center backs. He was out of source. Lester stacked, the, you know. He's what? like five eleven. We're going know. to the next Whatever.
1: consequential game. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll talk about Everton Wolves because Everton can still yeah. get in top six. Everton Wolves, Chris, what do you think?
2: Oh my gosh, like too many. I can't passes. believe I can't believe this is a this is a game of importance. Um, I think Ancelotti's like really bottled it. I think he really has. I think Everton are exactly where they should be exactly where they belong. If James isn't back, I don't think he's back. So I say, I'm going to say Wolves win this one. One nil.
1: Sure. An- Ancelotti was, came out today, I think, or yesterday. And he was like, mea culpa. Like I messed up. This is on me. We should have won certain games, this, that, and the other. He's feeling the heat. And I think he's actually could be on the move this summer, but we'll see. I yeah. mean, his, his CV is probably one of the best in Europe. The guy's won all over. Honestly. Was it
0: done that, was it Don that come, going back to real? I think he's one of the candidates for the Madrid job. Um, we were talking come about back. Yeah, we were talking to Alex, one of our former guests. He's an Everton fan. And he was like, he's like, Ancelotti's gone. He's not, he's not into it. I don't think he's into this project. I don't think he's into, into this thing. And that's after Alex. Is that what he said? Yeah. I know. Alex pivot. really likes Ancelotti. Uh, uh, he bought like an Ancelotti book. He had like he showed it to us and stuff. He was like all in Ancelotti. This is like when Everton was like fifth or something.
1: This is after they'd won the September Premier League titles.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they were lifted. Uh, and there was a huge. I honestly like, don't think. I I don't think Wolves have any attacking. Whatever you know what I'm talking about? The, no, no. Oh yeah. I mean, as Fabio it's, Silva is like nothing.
2: That's how bad I think Everton are going to come out. Yeah, this midweek, like like wolves just wa- wolves just lost four nil to Burnley like a few weeks ago. Like that's, that's how bad Wolves are at the moment. Like,
1: tell us, I just a... have
2: zero zero faith in Everton right now. Tell like, us you're a, a
1: Liverpool fan without
2: telling us you're a Liverpool. Fan. I mean,
1: <laughs> he's got Wolves three
0: nothing over Everton, puts a hondo on it.
2: No, 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 I no. Mean, one nil, one nil, they escape.
0: Yeah, I, I in the Spurs in the Spurs Wolves game. I mean, like Traoré was their only threat. And I think that's really the case. It's like Triary like kind of if he is able to do something and he scores a goal or passes it and scores a goal. I think that's their only like really thing that might happen with Wolves. But I, I really just seeing like a zero-zero draw, like that bad, like that bad.
2: Everton just lost to the worst team in the league. Yeah, like, real bad.
0: And they couldn't they, score a goal.
2: They, yeah, I mean, you, look, they – Sheffield exposed them so much by packing in Everton – Can't score when they're down, they can't win when they're down, they can't break teams down. So, like, why wouldn't Wolves just Mourinho it up?
1: You guys talked me into it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you heard
0: that. I heard that. You're just not gonna react. No, there's nothing, there's nothing to react to. I got nothing to say. I I'm as a, Spurs, a Spurs fan. You're a Spurs fan. You just live with it. <laughs> you, just, you just live with her disappointment. You just get picked
1: on and you just take it. <laughs> you just like, you just, you just get never fight bully. You never fight the bully. Fight I mean,
0: <laughs> get bullied.
1: <laughs> Jeff, you know what? Let's let let, let let's keep going with this energy. Are Spurs going to beat Aston Villa? Because that's who you guys got up. Yes. What's the score on that?
0: Uh, it's going to be like two to one. or uh, Yeah, I guess say two to two. No, I'm going to say clean sheet because there actually are like, pretty decent at defending when Dyer's is not like being a complete idiot. And uh, Larisse is pretty good. So I'm going to say two, nothing. What do you think about that one, Chris?
2: I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. I was going to, I was going to go three nil. I Spurs strike me as a team that could like throw out an a ridiculous performance, similar to like the Bale hat trick, like, and it'll mean absolutely nothing. And then I'll play amazing football. And you will be like, wow, like Spurs really are a good team. But it's just gonna have zero meaning. And so yeah, I'm going I'm going to no.
0: Or well. like the, the narrative will be like they'll win like zero 2 meaning. or three-nothing, and then they'll go out and they'll play Leicester and just like bottle it. Like when it really matters. <laughs> I mean yeah, like that's yeah. the thing, it'll come down to like really mattering. It'll be like a cup final, right? And then they'll just like fuck it up. And like Leicester will already be in the Champions League, and they'll play like like a bunch of like scrubs, but they'll still lose. It'll be like a dynamic. I mean, you've had amazing situation.
2: results. You've had amazing results this year. Like you beat City, you beat some teams. Yeah. It's Smashed just like clearly the focus United. is all over.
1: No, 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 Chris, Chris, you backed yourself in a hole. They beat City and then they beat some teams. Do you Not
0: they qualified well, those beat, teams were. It wasn't Slavia Prague. It wasn't Slavia Prague. <laughs> they beat United like 6 to 2. Okay, that's that's what he's alluding to. That was
1: Honestly, you beat the both best. Manchester teams. I don't know how many teams did that this
0: Honestly, year. Honestly, beating Manchester United 6 to 2 like just smashing Did them. Did
1: you guys get a cup for that?
0: Uh, Did they I give got you silverware? They sent me a little trophy. It was like this. Big. A mini trophy? It was a little mini trophy. It was like back when Ole was like, we were talking about him getting sacked. Oh, dude, it was I, such an narrative. I, I thought
1: his head was in the was in the guillotine, but it
0: no, didn't happen. We well,
1: said. that's the uh, games for this week. This has been an interesting pod. It's, as always, turned into a Spurs
0: therapy session. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> Look, the bottom line is, I, I, I've I said this to a lot of people. i said, Look, you said that finished, you're a Chelsea fan now. Well, well, that's one thing. I'm a Chelsea fan now. <laughs> the other thing is, is that they finished in sixth. They, they finished the exact same place as they did last year. They've literally treaded water for a season. They we, we've seen Gareth Bale do some stuff, do some kick the ball around, score some goals. That was fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just we look we look to the offseason. We uh, we try to get a new man. We actually try to get a manager, a real one. And uh, sign a player or two the off season, and make sure that Harry
2: doesn't leave. Who's your ideal Spurs manager at this point? Ooh. Like a realistic one.
0: Oh, oh. this guy's got fire! Questions.
2: Don't don't come don't come for other don't come for Klopp don't come for something that's not gonna.
0: happen. oh, oh, lets, oh like oh like a realistic <laughs> like who's actually in the in the in the running that you know? want though? Yeah, that you Besides want there.
1: Besides Unai Emery, who do you want? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh i would actually I, I would really like to see brendan rogers but it's not gonna i know that's not gonna happen after he's brought them a cup and you know that's he's if he especially if they get champions league uh but brendan rogers would be a great um just like level-headed manager who can get guys i think on the same page they want to play for him i think other players from other uh leagues and other all around the the world would, would want to play for Rogers just because of his success and his uh, pedigree. And I think they could bring in like a player or two just based on the, the manager. I think a lot of players, and I think we discount this is like a lot of players go to teams for the manager. Right. And so like, you know, Hamas goes to Everton because Ancelotti. Right. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's, we don't know who the players are going to go to Spurs until they, get a new manager I think that's the first thing first right so I can't even talk about what players are going to go to Spurs until I know what manager is going to go to Spurs because I think there was a lot of signings that happened under Mourinho that I like I didn't really think were very good signings and um maybe Mourinho didn't want but Levy got a part of and so that's like a whole other conversation but the manager makes a makes a big difference when it comes to like offseason signings and so uh, I'd like to see Rogers. I think it's going to be like. Unfortunately, uh, I think it's going to be somebody like uh, uh, who's the guy from Brighton. Um, no,
2: G- Graham Potter. Graham, Graham Potter, Potter.
0: Yeah, yeah it might be. It might be like a Graham Potter type. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised too. But it's Daniel it could Levy be. likes flashy things. Now, who do you? I mean, who do you think?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. It's not going to be Graham Potter. Could be. Uh, grand potter's like a hyundai the guy drives lambos dude you know what i mean like he he want, he brought a marino because it was flashy he brought a marino because he's trying to literally puff his yeah. chest up and be like these other teams he's got a skywalk in his stadium he can flip the turf around he wants to bring in nfl teams the guy's glitz and glam he's he's instagram grand potter's like my space you know yeah. I mean? <laughs>
0: that's true i suppose
1: that's a good take i like that i don't think i don't i i think if lester doesn't get in champs league i think brendan rogers could leave yeah he went. He won them the FA Cup. They've never done it 120 of their years. See you, buddy. Thanks for being our coach. We understand you're going to go to bigger money, mm. and maybe he takes James Madison with him because that's who you need. You guys need a ten. You haven't had the yeah. 10 they're going gonna... to the middle since you lost decent Ericsson from like 2018. So,
0: the, so the, the rumors are is that uh, Grealish and and um and uh, Bale have the same agent, and they're trying to get Grealish. In. That's the that's the rumor. I mean. Whether the money like lines up is probably not going to line up because Levy's a cheap prick. But I mean, he is—he's so a so fucking really nickel and dimes it. people. Well,
2: you got a stadium to pay off.
1: Exactly.
0: It's not, and they don't even have the naming rights in the stadium, so that's that's not even. Not a <laughs> dark day, is that dude. what
1: keeps you up at night? I don't know. It's I not... wish Spurs had the name. I wish it was just White Lane. I
0: wish we just kept White Hart Lane, dude.
1: Oh, that'd be cute.
0: That'd be very. It would be a lot better. Well, are we done? I think that's it. I think that's think, it.
1: Chris, thank you for coming on the Boys and Bolos. Feel free to come back to our Spurs Therapy sessions anytime.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time, everyone.
1: Everyone. Oh, and last thing, everyone, boysandbolas.com is finally live. We've got swag. We've got teas and mugs. We're adding new stuff all the time. One of the things I'm excited to add is a little bucket hat. <laughs> like circa 1995 yeah well 1995 is back i see like high school kids on tiktok wearing jinko so like all right get your you know chain wallet and let's get down so anyways chris thank you for coming on see everyone ciao ciao Yeah, well, we can tell you that Harry Kane has told Tottenham he wants to leave this summer. Um, Sky Sports News has also been told that Spurs are now making inquiries about replacement strikers. Now, in the face of it, that's quite normal at a club. They always do look ahead and plan ahead for any eventuality. Uh, But clearly, if your star striker says that he wants to leave this summer, it makes sense to have some backup plans. So that's something we're being told that Tottenham are are looking at. It's um, Manchester United, Manchester City and Chelsea have all been in touch with uh, Canes representative CK66 expressing a desire uh, to sign the England International, and that, of course, is something that will certainly raise eyebrows.
0: Thanks for listening to the Boys and Bolos podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Twitch at Boys and Bolos.
1: If you'd like to be a guest, please reach out. You can hit us on any of the social media accounts that Jeff just mentioned or email us directly at boysandbolos at gmail.com.
0: Thanks for listening, and see you next time.